guys, welcome to Not Another Anxiety Show. I'm your host, Kelly Walker, and joining me today is guest Wendy Yellen. Hi, Wendy. Hey there, Kelly. Thanks so much for taking the time to uh, make a guest appearance on the show. I am excited about where we're going to go and <laughs> also excited to be here with you and your audience. I've listened to you quite a bit and I agree with you that it's an inside job and I want to support that. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, on, on this show, we preach uh, vulnerability quite a lot. So what the audience doesn't know is I'm going to be a guinea pig here in a few minutes. But before that, um, do you mind if I share a little bit more about you uh, with our audience before getting started? Sure. Cool. So Wendy Yellen, named one of the international top three transformational experts in her field and best-selling author, supports people of heart and integrity around the world to live a full, passionate, successful, and unshackled life of love, awareness, and compassion without it costing them their soul. Wendy had a private practice in psychotherapy in Houston, Texas. She closed her practice completely because she no longer believed in any of the traditional and non-traditional therapies she was certified in. Years later, when she was reintroduced to the father of eidetic imagery, Dr. Austin, she jumped back into working with people and transformation. Since then, she has introduced thousands of men and women around the world to the evidence-based treatment of eidetics. This practice, based on ancient Greek knowledge and 21st century science, uses the power of eidetic images to enable business people and creatives to unlock their full potential and remove the weight of old, often unseen vulnerabilities, which have been holding them back. So I'm pretty excited about our conversation today because I had never heard of eidetics until your staff reached out about potentially being on the show. And um, like I said a second ago, the plan for today is to sort of use me as a sample or a guinea pig to demonstrate the process of eidetics. But before we do that, can you just tell us a little bit about what eidetics is and how it might be particularly helpful for those of us feeling stuck in anxiety? Yes, absolutely. And I do want to say that you're a brave soul. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta practice and, what I preach. <laughs> exactly. Walking your talk. What more could we ask, right? So, and when we do go through the experience, everybody listening, they'll have a chance too to go along with it with you. And I'll show people how to do more of that on their own later. And to answer your question first, one of the reasons that I had asked you if we could do an experience is because eidetics is pretty much impossible to explain. <laughs> it's a process, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a process that people have never done, no matter how much work that or transformational work that you've done. This process, in my 40 years of working with people, this process is very unique in terms of the way it works with the mind and the way it works with the way our minds stop us. So what is an eidetic image? I'll, I will do my best to explain a little <laughs> tiny bit and then the experience will help much more. Great. Okay, so an eidetic image, it's not a visualization, even though it has the word image in it, because we don't control it with our conscious mind. We don't try to make ourselves feel better. What it is, is when we're going through our life from beginning very, very, very early to right now, we're always, form, our mind forms images that have a visual component and a feeling component mm -hmm. and layers of meaning. And it does it, our mind does this at important junctures. So let's say the really obvious one would be a terrible trauma. We would have right. a visual 
um, we would have a visual capture encapsulation of it that would have lots of feelings and lots of meanings. Now, this is different from memory. A memory is something that's more in our mind that we repeat and regurgitate and we could kind of tell it to you, whatever we remember, we could repeat over and over. But even the repeating sometimes, even the telling of it can re-traumatize us in the case, let's say, of a trauma. But it could also be a situation where we're growing up, let's say, some of my private clients, they have uh, a parent who has um, mental and emotional, it had mental and emotional deep, deep issues, which prevented the parent from really seeing the child, really taking in who they were, what they needed. And so the child, what the child takes in visually and emotionally in a whole piece as an eidetic is a sense that there's something wrong with them. Yeah. Like they're not seeing on their parents' face, let's say mother, they're not seeing the love and caring. They're seeing a distance. They're seeing an emotional closure. And what happens with the child is they develop understandings of the world such as I'm not enough or there's something wrong with me or it never works out for me. Those kinds of ideas that then get carried throughout life and come up in all kinds of insidious ways, like when we open our own business. Yeah. <laughs> or right? apply to grad school or, right? Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. And, and, and yet those, the eidetic images, and I will hopefully see some of this today, the eidetic images carry not just the, the difficulty but at, and because they're not being controlled with the conscious mind, when we really watch them, which we'll do today, they contain the seeds of the breakthrough of the resources of the potentials that, act, that got blocked in those situations. Because we all do come in whole. We all come in, there's a, na- a nature that we're 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 part of nature. We come in whole, and then these other things happen to us, and we have to we're a square peg in a round hole. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good way to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> so that and today, what I'm thinking is, since it'll be a relatively brief experience, what we're gonna, what I'm hoping for for you and for everyone is to, at the very least, have a visceral understanding of how we're blocking what we want because that is what human beings do and to have it at a level that we haven't had before. And then some people listening to the podcast will actually have a breakthrough in that. Not everyone, but the, if to be able to actually under really know not just with the head but in the body the aha level right the like the visceral level <laughs> visceral absolutely yeah. like oh my god i didn't even know i was doing this yeah i, I when i first started eidetic when i first started doing eidetics for my you know to experience it for myself which of course is how i first encountered it i'd been doing transformational work in, for myself, I mean, I have been engaged with other people who are working with me for decades, and I was shocked 
yeah. by what I saw in my images. I, I mean, it was it was horrifying, but it was also so clarifying. It's like no wonder these things are going on inside me. Yeah, I suppose when you notice or see these things, then there's more opportunities than we didn't even realize we had. It sounds like. Well, what happens is the images themselves. The, the really fascinating part of this is if this is going to make any sense, but <laughs> the images themselves, when you watch them, because they circumvent the conscious, overly rational <laughs> mind, they they actually do the work for you. Gotcha. Gotcha. That does make sense. Okay. Well, should we should we give it a go? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So what I'm going to do first, just to give you a little outline, so everybody knows too, is I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask a question. Then uh, we'll hear your answer to it, Kelly. Then I'm going to give you some ideas about some foundational principles of how best to do the work, and then I'll repeat those as needed. Then we'll do at least one eidetic experience and take it from there. Okay. Okay. Sounds All great. Right. All right, so the first thing is, for you, Kelly, and everyone listening, if you want to do this for yourself, and I encourage you to, uh, is to think, uh, what is it that you would actually really like to experience a difference in, a breakthrough in, would, a difference or a breakthrough in, in your life right now? Like something quite specific, but it can be about anything that has to do with being human, because that's what this work covers, and then when you have it, Kelly, if you would share it with us, that would be so helpful. The first thing that comes to mind is um, I'd love to experience more peace in my parenting, a little less shame, a little less mm -hmm. insecurity and doubt. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, yeah. So can you tell us just a little bit about to op to operationalize that, if you will, like what yeah. show us how it shows up. So it often shows up as, um, you know, it shows up in in shame and in insidious ways. Like if I need a breather, if I'm getting really frustrated, um, or if I'm feeling really overstimulated by crying or screaming or being touched or climbed on, um, you know, I tend to want more breathing space or more breaks than my husband. So I feel kind of inherently inferior or like I'm not a natural parent like he is, or uh, it'll show up in, um, you know, often my husband will, has been the one that wakes up in the middle of the night and there's that shame like, well, they seem more attached to him. What kind of mom am I? I don't have the inherent mom instincts. I don't know other moms that Every other mom I talk to gets up in the middle of the night to feed. Not that they need it anymore, but um, I wasn't the one that did the feedings. Like, am I missing something that it, you know, am I, am I missing an important bond, building an important bond? Am I, am I really cut out to be a mom? Was this a big mistake? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So I think all your parent parent podcast listeners that have children I just went into a total anxiety attack here okay oh that is such a that's an intense description very yeah. as you said visceral very wow. visceral yeah all right this is so and this is so important because this affects generations 
I so, believe it. I yeah, believe okay. it. Now, just to, just so I know, how old are your kids? They are thir- little over 13 months now. So you have twins? I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do. Okay. I do. Okay. <laughs> All right. I love this because, because of um, how much we can affect right here today. All right. So you have th- we have this for you. Then everybody's is going to be different. So uh, as we're go- now I'll give you a little foundation for how to work with images, and then I'll repeat it as needed. Sure. So number one for your listeners, don't do this while you're driving. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to. You can certainly do this with your eyes closed. Obviously, not if you're driving, <laughs> but you'll get more out of it if you do it when you have a little bit of space because the mind can go quite deep. As I said earlier, these are not visualizations, so they're not controlled by what you think you should see, by what you think would be best, or by what you think, period. It's Mm -hmm. coming from the eidetic mind is a very, very deep place inside of us that the ancient Greeks understood. They didn't use it as a therapy, but they understood they were very well acquainted with these images. And the word eidetics comes from the Greek. And they uh, nicknamed them, if you will, gifts from the gods. (laughs) That's how powerful they think they, they thought they were. And so, and we're using, and it's also founded on neuroscience. So we're really working with the mind in a very, very different way that the conscious mind can't even touch. So what that means in practical application is don't control your image by trying to decide what it should do. (laughs) (laughs) You might want to think of it as this champion thoroughbred racehorse who really knows what to do if you don't over control. Okay. Him or her. I that's like one. It. Yep. Yep. That's a good. Okay. Another thing is that we're going to be talking about parents in this image. And this is really um, hard to take in for, sometimes when you're in the midst of it, even though you, <laughs> you'll understand totally what I'm talking about, is even though we're talking about parents in these images, this has nothing to do with the way your parents were. <clears throat> Excuse me just a sec. It has nothing to do with your history or your memory because we're actually working with the way your mind has taken in your parents Ah, and then either repeats what they did or tries to do the exact opposite, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it really, even though it's going to feel like history, it's not. It's the way your consciousness runs, and we're going to get a peek at it. So we're going to do one, maybe two images today. There are thousands, thousands. So this is just like a tiny little scratching the surface. Okay. All right. You ready, Callie? I am. Okay. So you, as I said, you can do this with your eyes open or closed. See your parents in the house that you think of as a home, the house you grew up in, from a time when you're still growing up. So whether you lived in lots of houses or one, it doesn't matter. Don't choose. Just wait and see an image of your parents in the house that you think of as a home, the house you grew up in, from a time when you're still growing up. So definitely no less than 17. Mm -hmm. 
don't choose the time, don't choose the place, and see where they actually show up in your image. It may take you a little, it may take different people, it will take longer than others, just give yourself time. You want to see where are they in this specific image, this gift from the gods, (laughs) and what are they doing in this moment in your image? Where are they and what are they doing? I'm going to give you just a moment to actually see that and let yourself notice how the young you is feeling when you see them wherever they are and whatever they're doing in this image. And I'll continue with also notice how old are you? Where are you? And what are you doing? Now, you may have a little trouble seeing it. Don't worry if it's not vivid. This has nothing to do with vivid. And some people will not feel a whole lot. That's okay. That's where I started. You just want to see and feel whatever you do see and feel. And that's the image. Now, your mind might be going, some people's minds right here will be going pretty wild, wanting to understand (laughs) the change, right? So what you want to do is just keep your eyes on the image and really noticing what you see and really letting yourself experience your own image, your own consciousness. And that'll be enough for now. Kelly, you ready to share? I am. Yeah, okay. So show us in the present tense what you're seeing and feeling. So keep watching as you're describing it. Okay. So I feel 13, 14 in the image. I'm sitting in the living room eating a muffin from a BJ's, it's called. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, watching on, I, on a Saturday morning watching Golden Girls and um, my mom is on the porch with the door closed, just smoking a cigarette. And my dad is in the garage, drinking a beer, sitting on his lawn chair, kind of hunched forward, watching the neighborhood and um, also smoking a cigarette. And um, I feel it's a tone of, I want to get out of here. I want to go meet up with my friends. I'm bored. I I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Great. Really well done because you're seeing the image and you're letting yourself experience it. Yeah. So take a little bit long. Let's deepen it a little. So let's sure. look a little bit longer at each parent. Let's start with mom since that's where you started. See her through your young eyes on the porch smoking with the door closed. And as you see her, notice how your body responds and anything more about the feelings. Like really let yourself look at the way she's smoking, the way the door is closed, any part of what you're seeing and let it affect you and notice what happens when you see that. Take your time. 
And for those of you who are doing your own image, you can try the different suggestions I'm making. You just may need to tweak it just a bit for your own image, but you can try or you can simply watch Kelly's image and you'll get a really empathic hit of another person. And take your time, Kelly, and when you're ready. Yeah, so she's she's facing away from me, facing out towards the yard. Um, her thinking, her thinking face on, which is a bit stern looking, and um, it feels unapproachable. Yes. Don't ask for a ride. Don't ask for anything. Don't ask to go to your friends if it requires her to to leave or do anything. It feels unapproachable. Yes, I can. I'm watching your image and I can feel that too. So when you feel that, like my experience of it going in co-consciously with you is I feel a wall start to form in me because I can't, not because I I feel a wall like uh, as if I'm not supposed to move, I'm not supposed to move towards her. I'm just supposed to stay away. Yes. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It feels like just stay away. Don't get in her way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, when the young you, the 13, 14 year old self, feels that stay away, don't get in her way feeling. Now, notice what happens when you see the unapproachable and you feel the stay away, don't get in the way. Now, keep noticing on the subtle levels what's happening to the young you. The young me feels stuck and that I can't wait to have my license. I can't wait to have autonomy and freedom to leave. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And tell me more about that sense of freedom. Like what, what is it that's in your imagination about leaving and freedom? Can you feel it in the young you? Yeah. Uh, Then it'll be okay. Is when I have that freedom, when I can leave, it'll be okay. Yes, yes. All right, now let's go to your father. In the garage, you said hunched over, smoking, and watching the neighborhood. Yeah. So what happens when you look, spend a little bit more time seeing him through your young eyes, And what do you see and also what do you feel on the most subtle levels? And of course, you can all take them. I want Kelly to really take her time because the more you take your time to look and feel, the more you'll get. The mind wants to race ahead, especially if you tend toward anxiety and so you, what you want to do is just give yourself time to keep your eyes on your own image. I'm talking to Kelly and everybody. And let, let yourself see it. Let yourself feel it. This is your consciousness. It wants to tell you something. It wants to give this to you. This one's a little trickier. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I can't approach, but hmm. 
Yeah, this one's not quite as clear. There's a okay. slight tightness in my gut. <laughs> I feel okay, that. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes. Can you, um, looking through your young eyes, is the is a tightness in the gut in the young self? I'm not sure, but it's okay. in my gut right now. <laughs> okay. So you want to stay, some, the, the, the adult self here usually yeah. is responding to history. So as much as possible, you want to look through the young eyes and see, because it's sometimes the same and sometimes different. The young self is the important place here. What, what do, is there anything, mm, anything, what do you, tell us more about what you're seeing. Yeah, seeing him in his lawn chair with a Schaefer beer and an upside down bucket with his ashtray and smoking a cigarette and again, leaning forward and he's facing um, toward the exit of the garage. Both doors are up and just sort of, uh, I guess, staring off into the distance would be the best word, just distracted Mm -hmm. or lost in something else. Mm-hmm. And do you feel positive or negative feelings from the young self when you look at him? Well, that's what's tricky. I don't feel mm-hmm. much. So you're more um, not pathetic. Would you say? Little, yeah, a little well, apathetic ap- feeling, I guess. That's okay. Just check it out. It, it, it's, sure. it's fine if that's it. Is it apathetic? That's kind of an. Well, I guess there's just not much of anything, I suppose. Not much of anything. That's okay. all. Yeah, not much okay. of. Hmm. Okay, that's that's definitely a response. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, when you think about the situation about parenting and the doubt and the shame, am I missing something and so forth, in that situation, when you're in those places, is there anything about either the way you're feeling in the father image or the way you're feeling with mother that seems familiar. Like, I want my freedom. I can't wait to get out of here. Yes. Yes. Tell us a little more. Um, as, As a newer parent, I feel a big loss in freedom and autonomy and it is uncomfortable. (laughs) <laughs> and that's an yes. understatement. It is uncomfortable, and I find it um, really hard to navigate. Absolutely. And I'm sure I'm not a parent, but even I understand what you're saying. <laughs> so I'm sure the parents really, really understand here. So let's see. Um, so what you're experiencing, and this is, I, I wanted to really touch on this gently, is what you're experiencing in the images is something that you're experiencing in the problem that you wanted to address today. Yeah. Right? So this is how wise the images are. They took you, and I think it's mostly with mother. Is that right? It feels that way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they, your own consciousness, which is just, I am so always impressed with how smart this part of us is, (laughs) like be way beyond anything we could. It's wiser, right? Than we realize. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it went straight to the jugular, if you will, <laughs> yeah. right? Okay. So uh, let's, do, let's do a little bit. That I said we might do more than one. So let's do another aspect of an image. You up for that? Yeah, sure. Okay. So go back to, and you can all try this with your image or with Kelly's image. So go back to mother 
looking at mother through your young eyes and tell me what you see and feel right now, just checking in with that. And so Kelly's doing exactly right. She's taking her time. She's probably fighting her head a little bit. Um, that's what I certainly, most people have to. And the way to fight it is simply to make sure you're really looking and not trying to figure this out with your head and feeling whatever the young self feels rather than what you remember. So let us know when you're ready. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. So what are you, what are you seeing and feeling right now? Seeing um, mom laid out on the couch reading uh, one, of her, one of her many novels, one of her many books. Mm-hmm. And how old are you in the image now? Same or different? Uh, feels the same. Like okay. 13, yeah, like 13, 14, teen okay. years. Yeah, and how, and how, okay. And how are you feeling when you see her on the couch reading a novel? One of many Just novels. One of many, many novels. Um, many, many novels. So many novels. Um, disconnected. Yes. And that's the familiar, familiar also in yeah. terms of, yeah. Okay, yeah. so we're really on it here. So now see that a cool wind comes down from the heavens and it's a gift from the gods. And this cool wind comes down from the heavens and it swirls around you, the young you. And the young you, the 13, 14-year-old, she feels the coolness of the wind swirling around her. And as you feel the coolness of the wind swirling around you, out of you number one pops you number two. And number one disappears. So number one is gone. It's just number two now. Now take a look and see. What does you number two actually look like now? And then watch and see what number two does. Um, number two, it's like adult Kelly. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's just what I see. Is okay. Like you are now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, and what kind of which aspect of Kelly does it look like? Like, what do you look like as an, in this particular image as an adult? What's your energy like? What's things like that? Hmm. Like, really look. More. More. Um, I suppose for lack of a better word, like secure or sure or. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So really let yourself, don't think about it. Just keep looking and let yourself see this more secure, more sure Kelly and keep watching, watch the image and see what she does. What number two does. Take your time with it. 
don't control it. She just goes over and sits next to her mom and engages her, starts talking. Okay, so number two goes and sits next to mom and engages her. Now show us how your number two is engaging and talking and what you're seeing between number two and mom and how it's how mom is responding and how you're feeling. Just take it really slowly, Kelly. Take in every aspect of what you're seeing. I see myself excited, wanting to share something, wanting to engage or talk about um, what my girls are up to. And um, she replies with her notorious, Cal, I'm reading. (laughs) I'm reading my book. I just want to enjoy my book. Okay, now see that the cool wind comes down again. It swirls around you, number two. You feel the coolness. And then out of you, number two, pops number three. What is number three? And two disappears. What does number three look like and do? Take it slowly. Really watch. Seventeen, eighteen-year-old mm-hmm. Kelly, and um, she takes the car and, and goes to her friend's house. That's that's what I see. Is okay. She leaves. Okay, okay. and uh, okay. All right. Now let's go back to you being a parent with your twins. Actually, wait, before I do that, how do you, how does number three feel when she leaves? Hmm. Sad. Yes, exactly. I was going to say sad and I feel a little defeated too. Defeated. I feel, yeah. And and searching, searching something for something out there, leaving, hoping that the search will yield something to fill. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do one more time. So see the cool wind come down again swirl around number three back with mom I want you to stay with mom okay and see the cool wind really and see if you can let yourself feel the coolness around number three and then wait and see number four pop out number three disappears and you're there with mother really feeling what you want See number four pop out. See what happens. What four looks like and does. I see me as an adult again, like mm-hmm. somewhere between 28, 30. 32 Mm -hmm. what I am now just the you know middle adult and 
And I see myself more successfully engaging with my mom, like just more um, connected conversation and laughing and a little bit of like light teasing or jest. (laughs) How does it feel to see the way number four is acting and being and doing? For lack of a good, for lack of a better okay. word, it feels, right. it feels good. It feels settling. It feels yes. It feels like a like a foundation to rest on. I guess is a good way to yes. say. Yes. Yes. Now, for the sake of time, because I know we want to keep the podcast relatively short, so let's now. So let let's call this. What, what name would you like to give this image with number four? Can you give it just a quick name for yourself? Mm. It could just. Like connecting. Okay. We'll call it the connecting image. Now that's just so we can refer to it. Sure. So now, so now see that you're with your twins and keep the image and w- along with the feelings, because it has feelings, keep the settling, the connecting image in mind, in the back of your mind. Maybe 85% of your consciousness seeing that image with your mother, more laughing, more teasing, more successfully engaging, as you said. Yeah. You want to keep that about 85% of your mind actually looking at it, feeling that connecting image. Not forcing the feelings, but letting yourself experience the feelings. And then about 15% of your mind seeing yourself with your twins. And tell us what you actually see and feel. Oh, yeah. That's easy. That comes up right away. I I see me and my twins in the playroom. Um, uh like playing like me tickling them and chasing them and uh, listening to some Disney tunes and like dancing and being silly and playing. Yeah. And how does it feel to see this image? Warm and good and full. Yes. And does it feel mm, authentic? Yes. Inside you? Yes. Yes. Yep. I I can feel it too. So do you want me to talk about what we just did or do you want to talk about it first? No, go ahead, please. please. Okay. So it's easy to see that what you said was that you feel mm, you wanted more peace and less shame in parenting and less doubt. Yeah. So your your consciousness in its incredible wisdom showed this image where really you're disconnected from both parents. Yeah. And you're and you're wanting to get out of there, which is what you said you're wanting with your kids really, like I just want to cut out. Yeah. And you and you feel ashamed of that. Yeah. But that is that is the feeling that came up intensely strong in your image. So we're right on it. Your mind is showing you right the, the, the problem. Now, what, what did we do to help you get to your truer resources? Because 
clearly your mom with the many, many, many novels that you said. <laughs> so many. <laughs> and so many. And your mom like, you know, go away, Kelly. And I don't, you know, she, she, in these images, she's has great trouble connecting with you. And your solution after many years was to just want to get out of there. And so, but what happened in the images, and this is just in a brief moment, what happened in the images is you began to connect with the part of you that is willing and able and eager to actually find a way through her wall and be with her. Yeah. And you, and you did it in a teasing, playful, successfully engaging way. So you accessed that part of you that's beyond the history. And then when we used it as a filter, which was the third eidetic movement that we did, process that we did today, when you used it as a filter, it helped you continue to access the part of you that's authentically warm, good, and full with your children. Yeah. That's really interesting. That was, <laughs> it, was, it was quite an interesting process. You want to say more oh. so that people understand? I do, but <laughs> I think it, it might be helpful if you can. Yeah, let me... It, it's a little challenging to put words yes. to as it's um, yes. a new experience, but it it's funny because it the end result was um, just a more natural feeling of peace, which is, which is, of course, what I'd like in parenting. But the way I often um, try to accomplish that is, you know, uh, I guess trying to cognitively convince myself like that I'm a good enough parent or I do this or do that. And it just falls pretty short. And it was nice to feel like an engaged, connected present, you know, um, parent. It was nice to, to really feel it. Absolutely. And so what you got was what's inside you already, naturally yeah. inside of you. And I totally, totally resonate with what you say. Everybody's doing that right now. It's just a horrible, horrible situation. Everybody's trying to cognitively, cognitively convince themselves of something. It doesn't work. And then most people feel ashamed that it, it doesn't work. Yeah. Or like we're deficient. And it's something I know we talk about in this podcast a lot. We, we so try to use that logical cognitive mind to find that peace or feel calm or feel at ease. And uh, yeah, it's just falls short so much of the time. Yes. It's not meant that part of our mind is not designed to overcome. It's a, it, the thinking can't overcome thinking. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just it's, it's not like designed. Trying to put out fire with fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a great way to put it. So, so I wanted to just mention that what what we did here was not great. That we did. Uh, what some people then do with this, which is incorrect, is think, okay, now I have the feeling. Now I'll hold on to the feeling. That's not it. I didn't try to get you to feel something. I supported your consciousness to reconnect with you. Yeah. And that's where the power is. So it's not about which feeling you got. It's about 
the whole experience of both the image and the feeling together. So it's not, okay, now I know I'm supposed to go be playful with my kids. That's not what we did. <laughs> that's not, <right>? no. <laughs> and that's when I work with my private clients and the, my clients in my mastermind. I mean, th that many of them have done doing this work very deeply. And that I had a woman in the mastermind just this past weekend, actually, who's in her 60s, I think, 50s, 60s. And she said, I feel safe and I feel secure and I can hardly even talk about it because I've never felt this in my life. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I imagine because it was the, the feeling at the end was stronger than I was imagining, more authentic and stronger to feel that sense of ease that I feel like I'm often looking for, <laughs> especially on yeah. a hard day with the kids. Absolutely. you ha um, And you have it in you. And yeah. we can see where it would be blocked because of what we saw. Uh, your mother's got a pretty strong wall, but you did find your way around it. And again, since we're not talking about your mother here, right. we're actually talking about your consciousness and, the, and how being able to overcome that place in you that automatically withdraws because of your history. Well, thank you so much for leading me through that. It was, <laughs> it was uh, unlike anything I've ever done. And it was, it was a pretty, um, ah, for what's, what's the word I'm looking for? It was, you know, just unveiled, unveiling yes. in some ways. So that was, yeah. Um, where can we find, um, where can we find more of you and more of eidetics if it's something we want to um, explore or experiment with or play with? Yeah, I so appreciate that. So for those of you who would like to explore more the way that you're trying to solve your problems or your difficulties, your obstacles with your head, or <laughs> if you have a spiritual practice that feels wonderful when you do it and then the rest of your life doesn't feel nearly as connected to those feelings as you like. I explored that really deeply uh, with a lot of stories and uh, explanations in a, a free document that I'm offering to you. You can download it at www.myspiritualmanifesto.com and it, it really shows you how to understand and to pinpoint where you're where you're stopping yourself, like Kelly was talking about with your mind or trying to solve things where <laughs> yeah. it doesn't work, right? Sorry. A lot of good, a lot of good stories, and there's also a way to experience this. What I just did with Kelly more deeply for yourself virtually, and a way to connect with me. So myspiritualmanifesto.com definitely the best place to start. Great, wonderful, and you also have a website, right? WendyYellen.com as well. I do. Great. Well, thank you so much for um, taking the time to demonstrate the process of eidetics. It was my pleasure, Kelly. And thank you. Like you said, you like to, you, you thought did. it was important to walk your talk <laughs> and you did. did. I did it. I'm only yeah. a little sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, well, thank you so much, Wendy. Thank you. That's our episode. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe and take a minute to write a review on iTunes so that we can reach and support more people. If you're looking for more resources like one-on-one -on -one coaching courses or have a question like answered on the show, please visit notanotheranxietyshow.com. 
You can also get a free ebook there by subscribing to my newsletter. And until next time, remember, be kind to yourself. <laughs>